Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, yo, what's going on, party people? It's the Don and Steve experience. I am Don McClain here with Rocco on the ones and twos over there and Maddie B from TV. Hey. We have a great show. Donna could not be here today. Steve, of course, is in L.A. being a movie star. Um, great things coming up this hour, like mm-hmm. um, a streaming service is opening up um, an actual Physical, physical store. store. Weird. Um, we have uh, rats that are doing our bidding with little <laughs> backpacks. And uh, we have a service that you can pay $57,000 for, for stress relief. That is one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. So that's coming up next. And, of course, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge coming mm-hmm. up at 1030 like we do mm. every day. Excellent. All right. So what would you do this weekend, Maddie B? Listen, um, I impressed myself. You <laughs> and did. I'm, you know... I, I did a. Do you ever do a project or something around the house, and you're like, you're like, I'm gonna tackle this, and then you, it actually you you did it. You know, like yeah. it came out better than anticipated. You actually pulled it off. That's what happened to me. Um, I have never done construction before. What did you do? Did you build a, a man cave, like no. a shed in the back? <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a small job and people who know like building things are, are they're gonna be like, oh that wasn't that hard. But You're probably not listening. It was out in the that's true. It's out in the garage <laughs> and um it just was an old ratty rotten window. Okay. Yeah. It was a garage window. Like it's not finished. It's like you know there's yes. unfinished in the inside. So it was kind of easy to get to but it was, I didn't want to paint it. And it, so I was like, okay. So I luckily, I found like a vinyl one at Menards and I ripped, I, I'm. You installed a window? I ripped out a window, people, and I put a new one in. And That's I was great. And then I like, I got it in and then I like cocked around it and then I painted it and like the outside, the aluminum wrap on the outside. It looks so good. I'm so. <laughs> you should be proud of yourself. I am. I kind of, I, maybe I'll tweet a picture of the you window should. later for my, my talk family. Please have Kyle take a picture of you gazing out of it, like with a, <laughs> a pet or a cup of coffee or something maybe to both. make it get hearts. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just, it was like a success story because in the middle of it, I'm doubting myself. I'm like, I'm going to, because once the window's yeah. ripped out, you have a hole in your building. <laughs> yeah. you got to get that closed before nighttime falls. Yes. And so I was halfway through. I'm like, what am I doing? What are you doing? But uh, hey, I pulled it off. Yeah. That little voice needs to go away. We'll find out next time it rains hard though, if it leaks. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. But like well, I said, it's the garage. So who cares? That's right. Uh, Rocco, what did you do this weekend? I was a soccer dad at a soccer tournament in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. It was very exciting. Oh, and yeah. uh, the St. Paul Blackhawks. Uh, U12 black team. Yeah, it's, that's the that name. Sounds... It's like the black level. It's not like they're they're all um, 
of the African race. It's the black team. <laughs> I don't, you know, it sounds, it sounds weird when you say it out loud. Uh, they won by a combined score of 20 to 1 over three games. So it was a, a butt kicking. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. Oh. It was so a on our kicking, side. On your yes. side. I mean, on my child's team side. Yes. Do you get aggressive? Like, do you scream at the refs? Like, <laughs> no, I do not. What kind of soccer dad are you? I do not. It's funny. My Our he kid totally is the is. goalie, so my wife and I are kind of nervous and quiet. Like, oh. I do not see that in you. Really? I see you turning <laughs> into that guy. Come on! You know, like, like just going for it. It's totally... I could see you becoming a big champion, you know, no. from the stands The good there. news is, you know, uh, it's kind of he's kind of on an elite team, and the coach kind of said at the, you know, at the beginning, like, I'm the coach. I'll be the one doing the yelling. Oh, you, you guys, put the parents in their place. Yeah, you guys bit. go be on your side. I got it from here. So okay. it's it's good. I love how you humble brag. It's kind of a, a big deal. I mean, it is the U12 black team. Can your son get? He's basically <laughs> like a model for Balenciaga. I mean, right. this kid. No, is, it's pretty good. He's got the long flowing locks and the headband. And he, he seriously you know. needs He's to rocking be. It. If I had a modeling agency for kids, <laughs> he would be my first get. Yeah, he's pretty good, and he's starting to get more like uh, improv-y and comedy-ish. I, oh. He kind of does want to do stuff like that, so we'll see. Oh, oh my gosh, he's going to be a huge celebrity. I yes. hope so, but yeah. I think we want to hear what Don did, because yes. if you look at the three things we did this weekend, the window was cool, yeah, yeah, but you cool. like talk to the dead. Yeah. Oh, sure. Well, I just reviewed <laughs> what I when I talked to the dead and okay. what it was. Our paranormal team, Twin Cities Paranormal Society yeah. that I'm on, we... Had our presentations at the Lexington this weekend. These, this was a ticketed event, and um, it's so much fun to put together all of our evidence over the year that we've found. The spirit box. Yeah, we use something called a spirit box. That's right. Uh, and so I think people had a really good time. It was pretty packed both nights. Different crowd on a Saturday than would be on a Sunday night. Mm. You know, Sunday night people aren't getting as trashed. And it's a little easier for them to hear the, the voices that are coming through. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Um, But, yeah, it was great all around. Uh, it was awesome. And speaking of that, Maddie B., do you have time to tell us about yeah. this study about ghosts? This caught my eye because, obviously, you had a ghost-filled weekend of yeah. sorts here. And so I thought, hey, um, there's this study that shows one in five people have seen a ghost. And one in four, even more people, have lived somewhere that's haunted. See, you're a believer. Rocco, where are you on the supernatural spectrum? Uh, I am agnostic. I'm willing okay. to believe. Yeah. Uh, He's open to it. But I I do not, I guess. I don't know. I feel like if he was there imbibing, you know, he could mm-hmm. start to hear the voices. Like, he could be swayed. Yeah, you know we what could I mean? turn you to the dark yes, side. Yes, that's yeah. exactly what I need. <laughs> so m- many people say they've seen a ghost, and that's happened multiple times. 9% said it's only happened once. Uh, there's a 50-50 chance that you're going to know the ghost you encounter, according to this new study. Most ghosts are nice. Yes, that's true. Or if they are angry, it's not a demon. It's just somebody that was angry in life. Yeah. You know? We all know mean, those people. <laughs> they, your personality really doesn't change when you go over, oh. when you pass over. Huh. Uh, there's two more. Uh, thinking your house is haunted is very common. If you're thinking what you know that you live in a mm-hmm. creepy haunted house, a lot of people do. And then the last one, even if you've never seen a ghost... You may have sensed it. 37% of people say they felt a presence before. Oh, yeah. 29% of people have heard a voice of someone who wasn't there. 
28% have felt an unexplained change in temperature. That happens. Well, like everyone in this building feels unexplained well, changes in temperature, bad. but that's not because of ghosts. <laughs> that's the thermostat. <laughs> that's because it's just an old building. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway. Wow, cool. I have never seen a ghost, and I've put myself what? in situations. And you really Most of to. us have never actually seen a full-bodied apparition. Uh, apparition. I don't hmm. think I have, but I've had like creepy things. Like right after my dad died, oh, yeah. I, I, I think I've, I mean, there was just noisy stuff or it could have yeah. been my brain playing tricks on me i don't know so I, I jury's out do, for me too i think they do want to let you know that they're there and they're they're yeah. still with you i really do believe that yeah. so okay well coming up next um matt has some random fun facts for oh, things yeah. that make you go huh <laughs> and i can't wait for what the rats are doing for us <laughs> little rats with backpacks on them oh, that's all coming up <laughs> next on my talk 1071 my Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything Donna and Steve. They are not here today. I'm Don McClain here with Maddie B from TV and Rocco the Rock Lobster. <laughs> yes, Thank on you. the ones and twos over there, as we call it. And we've got some random fun facts. Yeah. Things that make you go. I love these. I know these are fun. Like this is just like something you can lodge away in your brain it's for the like day. It's just a respite from things, isn't it? <laughs> no, you don't think of anything serious. Let's talk pumpkin spice, shall we? Okay. So apparently, pumpkin spice all the rage right now. Of course, as we go into the festive fall season, blah. Um, <laughs> pumpkin spice may have first spread to non-pie foods in 1936. So there was a recipe what? for pumpkin spice cakes that appeared in the Washington Post. But shockingly, before that, pumpkin spice was just like for pumpkin pie spice. And sometimes when you buy it, it still says pumpkin pie spice on the little jar. It sure does. Yes. yes. It has nutmeg and yeah. all the other things in it. So, uh, yeah, blame the people in 1936 for for, uh, for making us uh, all miserable today. Spreading it to cake. Talking about pumpkin spice as early as August. <laughs> oh, wow. I think they should just, yeah. so we don't have to talk about it so much, they should just have it all year round. Right. And then the people who can't get enough can just have their fill and the rest, we don't have to arrive announce the arrival and departure of it like it's like you know the queen coming and going or something like that <laughs> is there pumpkin spice shampoo no follow-up sure. questions let me look it up uh, no i bet guarantee there has to be there's i know there's probably pumpkin there's pumpkin spice dog greenies for goodness sake oh gosh yeah okay. my dog's been eating some pumpkin spice treats this serious? month yeah he likes them yeah oh, there you go Duh. things that make like you treats. go huh mm-hmm. um there yeah, are, my dog wouldn't oh, really turn down any treat, that's by the true. way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the bar's low. I mean, if, it, if it's remotely edible or even not. <laughs> right. Uh, how about this? We love trees. We love our trees. They're beautiful right now. Boy, the colors were peaking this yeah. weekend, by the way. There are more trees on Earth than there are stars in the Milky Way galaxy. <gasps> Did you really? What? what? There are more trees on Earth than stars in the Milky Way galaxy. Approximately... Three trillion trees, trillion versus 100 to 400 billion stars. Oh my gosh. I know. That's that, uh, no, Don, you're supposed counting? to go. You're supposed to go, huh? Huh. huh. <laughs> no, huh. Just, really? Who's counting all these trees? Uh, yeah, I, seriously. Let me have, yes, let me have a Donna Valentine attitude that's like, I don't really believe you. Mm. Huh. Well, you know, I just, I take the words from the page and I, I breathe life into them for <laughs> oh, you. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. There uh, is pumpkin spice shampoo, by the that's way. That's sickening. Um, 
let's talk about these little rats with backpacks. Oh, right? what? <laughs> oh, okay. this is my favorite. I've been waiting for this. Yeah. All right. So, and you have to see, like, maybe I'll tweet the photo here. Um, this is, I found it on CNN. Look at that, Don. Look at what? this little cutie. Oh, my gosh. No, it's a cute rat. Oh, no. I like, I'm, I'm okay with mice and rats. Yeah. So, it's a pretty cute, as far as rats go, this is a cute one. And it has a little backpack on it. With a little camera lens sticking out the front. Sure. Basically, what these folks are doing, um, uh, this is blah, 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 in Belgium, I think. They, They're making great chocolate and putting backpacks putting, on rats. Oh my gosh. To deliver chocolate? No, okay. to uh, actually for search and rescue missions, if you can believe it. So they, they strap the little backpacky camera thing on the back of these rats because rats are naturally curious and like to explore. So let's let's say you have something very tragic happen, like a sure. building collapse right, or something, right, and right. there's all these little you know, uh, pockets of rubble and mm. cavities where people could be trapped. The thinking is that the rats are going to be able to get in there and go find, you know, these places and people oh my gosh theory. that's amazing i know and and with the little backpack i guess the you know humans could monitor uh you know where they're going and see what they're kind of quote unquote seeing as they explore like a disaster zone or something it's like putting a scope down your throat into oh. your stomach to are explore. we veering toward colonoscopy and, uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and up the More scope that was yeah. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> a lot of scopage um that's crazy. So, do they get a bullhorn and go, "We're sending a rat down"? Like, <laughs> I don't know that do I would they... be comforted. And then you're calling the rat to you, like, "Come here, come here, pizza come rat." How do you call come a rat? On. Yeah, they're still in the early stages of this. Uh, it, you know, universities involved. It's like a legitimate effort. Um, but yeah, there's a two-way microphone too. So once the rat finds you. Not only can they see you because of the video camera. that You, you can know, speak through the rat. You can talk through the rat <laughs> to the rescuers and say, yeah. Help. Help me. Help me. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? I that mean, is I just, incredible. I, I, who who would have thunk? And then here's a little rat, a photo of a rat on a leash. And I can just, it looks like oh, a little rat on a leash. Rats but, are great pets. Um, mm. I had. No. 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 Why is that even a question? I had hamsters growing up. Rats are great pets. The they rats are. are rats. Rats Gee. are so sweet and like smart. Yes. No, 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 no. No, they really are. Mm. My daughter has a friend who has a rat, and okay. it's adorable. What's the difference between a rat and a hamster? Because my I had hamsters, but my mom called it. Where's your? You know, did you feed your rat? Like that's what he <laughs> called it. Well, but that's what um, she called it. So I don't know. Hamsters aren't running wild. Yeah. In the cities. Well, they were in this house that we were in because I went through about thirteen of them. Yeah, and then the cat would get it every night. And wow! Yeah, I, I had like a new hamster every couple weeks. <laughs> did you? Did she just not tell you that it was a new one? Well, no, no. I mean, you I would, knew. I would find it petrified, claws up. You know, oh going, no, one of these. You know, yeah. the cat had got it, but um, yeah. I did find a link on the web difference between rats and hamsters. Well, I'm sure that I mean, there's a difference. Size difference, habitat, behavior, Political. Diet. It was not yeah. like a real question. <laughs> oh, it made me want to think no, about it. No, please, yeah. yeah, look it up. Tell me more. We've I got a couple rats. minutes oh, here. Oh, sure. I have other facts, too. Okay. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah, I'm well. sorry. Well, goodbye, rats versus hamster website. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you lived a good life. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> only two American artists have made music videos for over a million dollars in the past decade. Only two American artists have made music videos for mm. over a million. Who? Taylor, um, who was? Nope. Mm. I love. Feels so good to quiz Rocco right now. Like I know, I'm usually uh, <laughs> the the asker. I mean, who who are big American artists? Beyonce. Yeah, let's nope. go with that. Nope. Oh. Madonna's video for "Give Me All Your Lovin'" in 2012 cost 1.5 million to make. Hmm, that seems like that seems like bad money thrown because yeah. I don't even remember that song. <laughs> Do you? I don't know. No, I don't. I didn't even. Uh, also, yeah, these were not who I expected. You guys were saying more of the folks that I would anticipate here. Okay. Gwen Stefani's Make Me Like You video in 2016 cost a whopping $4 million. Which is that? Oh, this is Madonna. <gasps> oh, this Fe- is awful. Featuring Nicki Minaj and MIA. Oh, it's okay, but. Yeah. That oh was, man, well, I don't go. know. That, that doesn't grab me. Half dollars they blew the budget the on those, huh? I mm. judge a song by thinking always if it's a big artist and it's a, a crap song. I think, would you get famous from this song? Could mm-hmm. this be your first hit? And if I say no, it's bad. Mm, song. That's interesting. <laughs> you know, there's one uh, possibility too to that list. So just add the third one here, real quick. Britney Spears might have spent more than a million dollars on that uh, song uh, work. B word. Oh my god! In 2013. Well, mm. well uh, but uh, apparently the exact spend of that's like top secret, unknown, uh, kept under close wraps. We don't know how much it costs, but it could, it looks like it could have been over Here's, that million dollar it, yeah. mark. It it was a very deep discount, but Jamie said it cost her dad probably two million, and then he pocketed the rest. It was actually five hundred thousand. That's my <laughs> prediction. <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, that family. Oh boy. Let's see what is coming up Steve. next. Steve, is Steve going to call us? Steve Patterson on the phone next. My Talk one zero seven one. Everything Entertainment. Stick around. It's the Don and Steve show on My Talk one zero seven one. Everything Entertainment. I'm here. I'm Don. I'm on the morning show. You probably know me. Maybe not if you haven't. Guten Tag. Matt is here. <laughs> Matty B from TV. We Hi. have Rocco Hi here. There. Thank you for filling in on what's supposed to be my hour producing. That's so. true. I'm running the board, but that gives you more time to, you know, run it. That's yeah, right. Look at Don and Steve show without Don so and Steve. So you better better get your words in now before Steve Patterson mm. calls That's in. That's exactly right. Can we go back to the rats and hamsters? <laughs> I've, I've already You've already clicked that away. Website. Yeah. What did you briefly read? There though? was something about, you know, their habitat was different, their personalities were different, you know, what they ate was different. Where are they in the wild? Okay, I'm gonna go hamsters back to it now. So hamsters in oh, the wild. I wonder if they. Yeah, did they? Yeah, just... they said like rats are everywhere, but hamsters are only in uh, hot climates, them. deserts. Oh, but rats can like live anywhere, yeah. like New York City. Pizza rat, you know. Pizza rats, yeah. cigarette yeah. rats, cigarette rats. Pizza rats, my favorite rat. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad we explored that no, topic. I mean, That's fantastic. You know, you got to do what you got to do to get through a Monday. You That's know, right. hamsters are nocturnal. 
Yes, oh. yes. And it would always be scratching and chewing and making noise when I would, because I had the cage in my room. And then, um, for some, and it, you know, it was like, it was, it was the 80s and the 90s. It was yeah. a different time. And so the they had like those colorful plastic cages and like you could buy like tubes for them to run through and everything and mine would always get real fat and then get stuck in the tube (gasps) this concludes hamster talk (laughs) oh yeah steve (laughs) save us steve 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 hey hey what's up man Ooh. happy monday happy monday what's going on my goodness you guys you guys are having great weather aren't you we are Uh uh-huh Except for those crazy windstorms, but other than that, it was a beautiful weekend. How about you? Oh my gosh! Did, did you go? That's did you? The distance. Did you um, make your road trip, buddy? I was yeah. I was waiting all weekend to be able to ask you. Did you Did you do what you were doing or going to do? I did a few different things this weekend. Let me uh, let me do them in order for you. First okay. of all, very very quick movie review on Friday. I found out that we were going to be wrapping just a little bit earlier than normal. So usually we go to about 630, and mm. I was going to be cutting loose at, like, by 4 o'clock. We were moving. So I was like, wow, this is great. Stevie Boy purchases a ticket for one to see Black Adam, the new Dwayne The Rock oh. Johnson movie. Of course you did. And, you're in love uh, with him. Well, I love The Rock. But normally, I more than I love The Rock – I hate going to crowded movie theaters, and I hate going to movies on opening day. I don't know what it is, but there's something. I just like want to go the third weekend, preferably on a Tuesday matinee is my preference for yeah. crowds. Yeah, 10 a.m. Anyway, on a Saturday is my ticket. time. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> well, I went in then with ner- nervous that there were just going to be a lot of people there. There were probably a total of eight people in the theater, but it was such a great movie theater. It was called – it was just some podunk AMC in Burbank. It wasn't like a new incredible screen or anything. Here's what was great about the theater, and I would like to speak to all theater owners now. What was so nice about it was, you know how seats normally go up, like stadium seating now, where mm-hmm. you actually are walking upstairs on either side? This one was just – imagine just like a ramp. The aisle was only a ramp, no stairs. And it was probably 12 rows deep. Something about that made it one of the most enjoyable theater experiences I've had. Now, I fell asleep a little bit during the movie. Just the first, you know, whatever. 20 minutes in the first hour, Stevie Boy was asleep. It was dark. It's a recliner, whatever. I thought the movie was good, not great. But it sort of set the tone for what's to come with The Rock and the DC franchise. So all things considered, it was solid. But the theater is what I really liked. You you liked the sloped floor rather than the steps? Are you, are you... Well, when you say it like that, Matt, I sound like a simpleton. <laughs> a little. Uh, but, yes, that is precisely wow. it. It was, like, so great. There was something about it. Wow. It was just, this theater had a vibe, man. It was oh. it was really great. And, again, there are, like, three AMC chains in, in Burbank, and I think I was at the most podunk of them all. Oh. But I don't know why. Stevie Boy like just really like liked too. it. So yeah. that was thing number one. Cool. Thing number two. Thing number two, um, and if you think the story's going to get any sexier, eh, thing number two is I wanted to go to Nobu. Yes. You've both right. heard of Nobu, that, that fancy sushi restaurant in Malibu? Yes. Okay. So my thought was I would go there. Uh, the, the, the the wardrobe um, – lady michelle she was like i'm gonna call and get you reservations she stays on hold for 
20 minutes. They pick up and say, no reservations for two months. However, uh, it's first come, first serve seating at the bar, and the bar opens at noon. So I created this plan. Saturday morning, I'll take a drive out to Malibu, and I will wait around. (laughs) Oh, 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 Stevie boy, and your plans. I get there. Beautiful drive through Malibu Canyon. Awesome. And then you get to Malibu, and, of course, you're greeted with the toast, the ocean. I have to park, like, 0.6 0.6 miles away, whatever. It's free yeah. curbside parking. I park down there, and then I take a little Malibu walk. Now, first let me say this about Malibu. There are parts of it that just feel very normal. Let me put it nicely. You know, you think of Malibu and the beautiful, expensive homes. Still, they have their strip malls, and they, you know, it's as nice as the city gets. You still have parts that are like, this isn't exactly what I had in my head, uh-huh. including the exterior of, of Nobu. I look and I was like, is this the thing for Nobu? So it's confusing. I walk up. There are three buildings. One on the far right says Nobu Kiyakaki or something weird. The building in the middle, same exterior color, says nothing. The building on the left says Nobu. I'm like, wow, this is some big, huge Nobu. Stevie Boy sees people milling about. It's just about noon. And I, eager beaver, I'm like right up there. I see a woman outside. She looks like a hostess or something like that. And I walk up and I say, are you taking um, walk-ins for bar seating today? I can see this lady's face. And <laughs> When you walk well, up. She said, we sell furniture. Said, what is it? Yeah. I walk up to her. And as I ask the question, do you take walk-in for the bar? <laughs> she says, sir, do you have a membership? Oh, and I no. Said, um, I said, I do not. And I said, I'm so sorry about that. And she said, well, we share the property with Nobu, um, and they're just next door. And I said, are you not Nobu? And she said, Nobu, you know, she, no, this, um, we're not Nobu. So I said, what, what, what are, are you? you? Where am I? <laughs> to which she said, talk about, I'm already the Midwestern idiot. And now it goes from you get declined from Nobu bad enough. I said, where am I? What is this? And she said, this is Soho House. Oh, well, that's a bummer. And to which I then do my nervous chit chat as I walk away, and I said, "How dare I?" <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh my <And> god! Now <laughs> this is true. So now I walk away. They're giggling at me, oh. and I'm just and I'm like, oh, and I'm wearing this bright blue sweatshirt over my shoulder because of how you know it's going to be chilly out there uh, that day, like sixty degrees or whatever. So I was like ready to bundle up and eat outside. Now I have to do the walk of shame down to Nobu. I walk around, and I'm like, how do you even get into this freaking place? They don't even have a front door anywhere. Of course, Malibu, California, making things more complicated than they need to be. I'm looking for a freaking door. Can't find it. Walk around. People are setting up trees. And I'm like, I'm interested. Are those arborvitae? But I don't make trees. Oh, no. People are setting up trees <laughs> on like the patio area. And I'm like, what's going on here? So then I was like, do I just walk into that door? Do I just walk in? It's past 12. Do I just walk in? Oh, are you feeling and anxious? Thought, go back to the. Yes. Okay, I had already good. been turned down from one of the most oh. elite clubs on planet Earth. I was going to say. And yeah. I have a I have a Costco sweatshirt champion slung over my shoulder. I am really on edge here. Oh. So I I go and uh, I, I think, should I open this door? No, that feels a bit forward. I don't even know if that's the front door. I walk back out to the curb where right next to each other, I'm looking at Nobu. I'm looking at Soho House. Soho House, by the way, which has every 
luxury vehicle that you can think of in their parking lot. I mm. mean, unbelievable. And I am in a Mazda M3 right now, <laughs> humble brag, my rental. And I was like, frick, there's a lot of rich people over there. I call Nobu. Nobu picks up after about two minutes. Hi, Nobu Malibu. And I said, hi, uh, TVC Patterson here. Hey, quick question. <laughs> do you take walk-ins? Do you take walk-ins at the bar? And she said, we do. And I said, wonderful. Do you open at 12? And then she said, sir, we are closed all day for a private party. No, God. No. I was now 0 for 2. I had also uh, broken and entered virtually by being on the patio and amongst the people who were setting up trees for privacy for the patio that night so that looky-loos like me couldn't try to find out the famous people that were there on Saturday night. Somebody looked it up. There was some fancy party at Nobu, Malibu on Saturday night. The funniest part is now I have to walk back past the Soho house people with my blue sweatshirt, bright blue, slung over my shoulder. You cannot miss me. I stick out like a Midwestern thumb in Malibu. I now am texting the wardrobe lady, where do I go? I can't get in anywhere. Poor Michelle. Me down to this place on the pier. It's this place on the pier called the Farm Cafe. It was nice. I got to eat outside. Oh, it was man. nice and open air, which was great. But as I walk by the Nobu person, I'm like, mm. oh, they see me. I got this giant blue flag essentially hanging uh-huh. off of my back right now. And then as I was thinking of this, I was out of this scope, the, 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 the purview of Nobu and Soho House. But I was thinking of this. And, you know, you're trying to look like you fit in in Malibu. Stevie Boy, there's uneven sidewalk in Malibu. Wonder where all their freaking tax dollars are going. And I totally tripped. A very noticeable man walking. Now he tripped. And I thought, you know, this isn't this isn't going the way that I really thought it would go. Anyway, oh I had a nice meal. The food was great. And then I decided I'm just going to get in the car, turn on some good music, and drive up and down the PCH and just yes. enjoy Highway One, all of the coastline. And so I probably. You know, went about 20 miles north of Malibu and then maybe 15 miles south and uh, spent a few hours just lazily in and around the area. So that was my big Malibu adventure. How did I do, kid? Mm. No, that's fantastic. I just, I thought this was going to end with you getting um, a sandwich from a gas station and sitting on the beach with your sweatshirt in the sand. And like you've also grown a five o'clock shadow, just sadly eating a sandwich. So I'm excited that you actually ate at a restaurant. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> but the secondhand embarrassment oh. that I just felt from this story is that was very, it's palpable. palpable. Yes. Is that, if only it was caught yeah. like on a ring camera oh. and, we, and you could be ridiculed on national TV by well, some smart Well, wait, wait a minute. Let's get those producers on this and see if they can get yes. not ring, but just a security camera nice. of you passing by. Yeah, I saw the video. You trying to get yeah, into the, the gate here at work. You know that was always oh, good. You were waving waving the wrong thing at the opener, so he's pushing buttons. <laughs> There's oh. all sorts of footage, yes, uh, oh. that I could sneak into the show. Uh, if you're if you're wondering, Ring Nation, that's what I'm out here in Burbank yes. doing. Uh, this is our last week of production. And, um, yes, it's been great. The wonderful Wanda Sykes. I get to work with her for just a couple more days, and then her final day of shooting this uh, tomorrow. But we are we're excited about sort of putting the finishing touches on season one of what is hopefully multiple seasons here in Green Nation. So it has, been, it has been fun. Um, I, did, I did do something yesterday real quick. I actually decided to get off my butt, and I found – I just thought this was unique. Don't worry, I'm not going to Pastor Patterson here. But I found this church on Hollywood Boulevard. 
And I was like, oh, let me go and check that out. Oh, and it was fun. young and it was like full of hipsters and everybody looked like they had just come from a job like modeling or an audition. Yeah, of course. Uh, but it was cool. It was just kind of like right on the corner of Hollywood Boulevard, you know, st- a stone's throw from uh, the TLC Chinese Theater, Groman's Chinese yeah. Theater, the Walk of Fame and all wow. that kind of stuff. So so that was cool. And then I did that and then walked down, got my kids some souvenirs and uh, – and called it a day. So Stevie Bush been out and about, guys. That's nice. really great. Successful, success, successful yeah. weekend for you. We miss you, buddy. I'm so glad you didn't, or I'm sad that you didn't get your sashimi, but I'm happy that you made the best of your excursion to Malibu. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you know, as I, my final thing, as I got turned down from uh, Soho House and then uh, Nobu, yeah. I thought, you know, frankly, this is a better story than me just casually getting in, having sushi, and leaving. So, true. whatever. True. Life That's is true. content, right? Yes, Excellent. yes, it is. Thank you for calling in. We uh, don't say anything weird to Wanda Sykes today, okay? Can you please? <laughs> no promise. That? Okay. No well, promise. Thank you, Steve, for you. calling in. Bye. Ya, bye. Good luck to you. Oh, oh boy. what a life to he's, be, Steve Patterson, man. You know, he's, is he does these like he fake acts like he's. Welcome back. It's the Donna and Steve show. I am Don McClain. Maddie B is here and we have Rocco. Hello. Yes, Rocco in the 9 a.m. hour. That Woo. is awesome. And uh, we have some, uh, what is this? What is this segment called? It's a, if, if you, you, see, if you something, see something, you say, say something. something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I don't understand this story I think you're going to bring up here. Who weaponizes carbohydrates? Like, come on. What's going on with this? Yeah. Um, Well, this is another climate change activist group. You know, last week they destroyed or tried to destroy a Van Gogh with um, tomato soup. Oh, it was, they it, threw at it? It wasn't mashed potatoes in both, in both no, no, instances. No. It was two different. It is the same group, but it's two different. Um, they want to. They have two different agendas that are yeah. sort of the same. I don't understand. Um, all right. So uh, this was this happened in Germany and it was a uh just a couple of great Germans, and they hurled <laughs> buckets of mashed potatoes. Oh, wait, buckets? A couple of buckets of mashed potatoes onto a famous Monet painting that I cannot pronounce. No, I won't Le mule. Le mule? <laughs> what is it, Rocco? We, we Le paging it. Tony in France. Mm-hmm. Le mule. It's valued at, at $109 million. I feel like mashed potatoes would clean off pretty easy. I mean, especially if they're made with a good amount of butter. Well, you know. that's uh, that's good because the painting was not damaged. Apparently, oh, it, was, um, it had some glass over it, which every gallery should do. My God. Yeah. When are they going to learn? Yeah, seriously. Now they're learning. They're learning they are the hard learning. way here. My question is, like, you know, they bend down. They, they fling the very poorly mixed mashed potatoes. I just got to say, these are not, these aren't, like, they don't have any substance. It's, like, very liquidy. Oh, they probably used instant. They probably <laughs> did, and they probably put them in Ziplocs in their, in their, pants. you know, pants, which gets sloshed. <laughs> <laughs> I was making emotion. I know, down by Don's my going down. Area, so, anyway. I uh, do have uh, the pronunciation. You do? Oh, yes. Thank you. Mule. <laughs> Mule. 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 I think I 
Okay, and uh, it is uh, translates to the millstones. Oh, okay. The millstones. What's it look like? Is it a bowl of fruit? What is it? It's like a millstone, man. Just a wheel, like a wheel. <laughs> you know. Listen, sit down. No parent commentary from the stands. Oh, <laughs> um, We've got, and then you've got just it's like a millstone, what? There, this is not doing anybody any good. No one is going to go. You know what? I am going to think about how many, how much oil I use because someone threw potatoes at a painting. Yeah, they, because they did this thing. They had on orange vests, and they came, came in like vigilantes, and they did the thing, and then they knelt down, and they Whatever. started saying, "When what will we do to make you change? And, you know, this is, how can you stay open when our earth is dying and all of these things, which are very important issues. Yes, of course. But it's not going to make people do anything. It's just going to make them mad at you, yeah. okay? So stop it. Wow. Um, I know that when I was in Europe, Recently, <laughs> I was in Milan and went to a couple of galleries. Oh, really? They, they, yes. <laughs> and they wouldn't let us bring in backpacks. So I don't know how they brought in buckets. Yeah, they, that's they what, bring in buckets. That's what I was thinking. Is, but well, they don't want like mashed you. potatoes, couldn't you bring in like a you, some uh, instant mash in your pockets and then mix yeah. it with some water? That's what we said, a bag of it in your pants. Yeah, yeah. a bag of... A, bag of um, a gallon Ziploc. Yeah, a big old... <laughs> one that goes down your leg. Who knows? Oh, no. I mean, we've all brought instant <laughs> no, food to a Don. museum before. <laughs> did Don just say that? <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. Yes, we. I've brought. Yeah, for sure. If you need a little snack, instant. you brought some Livia stuff to the <laughs> yeah. Last Supper. <laughs> that, that, stuff is, that, that stuff is good. I tasted one of those Livia bars. Yeah, they are. They're good. so good. They go- just, just yeah, saying. they are good for uh, sure. Well, well that's so sad. that's a shame. But I think you're right. Uh, nobody's going to change their. Um, habit or uh, by witnessing this incident what no. what you need to do is show people facts and make them care you know not splash food stuffs on art it's thank stupid. you stupid okay you please tell me about um this because i have a lot of hope for this story what is this streaming service doing you should not be looking to me for hope oh god okay <laughs> i am pretty much well, a giant it sounds disappointment. exciting it seems cool actually so um Steve should go to this. Okay, it's in L.A. It is a pop-up. Yeah, forget Nobu. Go to this, Steve. Uh, It's a pop-up shop from Netflix. And you're going to be able to go have, like, an immersive experience uh, about some of your favorite shows. Think Squid Game, Stranger Things. All these, so you're going to be. Yeah, what? Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> What's in the barrel in the corner? <laughs> don't ask. Uh, yeah, so Netflix is opening up this real brick and mortar pop up shop at the Grove, a big major retail course, complex in Grove. Los Angeles, and um, yeah, you can peruse and purchase costumes from the biggest hits: Stranger Things, Squid Game, Bridgerton. You know, oh, that's that hello. show from back then when they were, they're all, all they're doing is getting jiggy the whole time. Like, they are. I don't understand It's like it. people like, you know. With frilly dresses and yeah. they're all looking for friends. Okay. If you uh, want to, you know, get a costume for Halloween, this is like the place to go. Um, but also it's promising like, um, uh, like, a, like, a, like here, I'll sh- the, an immersive experience. You're going to be like, get sucked into the game. Like they have the creepy red light, green light dolls, like right sure. in the middle of the store when you walk in with the but glowy eyes. no one eyes. dies. I, let's hope not. Yeah. Let's send Steve. Oh my God. <laughs> no. Hey Steve, we need to go check this out. I thought that you'd be able to rent DVDs. What? It's not Blockbuster. Well, I know, but Netflix <laughs> used to do that. That's what Netflix, you'd send them, oh. you know, I thought 
That's what I thought. Basically, it was you can be. go buy some show-related junk, yeah, merch, um, and 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 have a physical in-person experience. You know that is linked to the shows you love. That's awesome. I don't know. Okay, I want to know about Rocco. You put this Twin Peaks oh sure gas reunion on here. Let's talk about that real quick. So hmm. yeah, they were at like some sort of con in Orlando. There's all the different cons, you know. This one was called Spooky Empire in Orlando. And so there was a bunch of Twins, Twin Peaks people, and then they had like dinner together, and they took like a selfie and went on Instagram, and everybody's like, "What? You guys uh, got back together?" Cheryl uh, and Fenn, Kyle McLaughlin, Cheryl Lee, Kimmy Robertson. I mean, you had me at Cheryl and Fenn. She was pretty much my of high school crush. And then Machen Amick, she shared the photo on social media. She played Shelly on the show. Huh. And uh, I've actually um, met a couple of these stars over the years, so it's really good to see them all together. Just, you know, one of those things that is going to be forever in their hearts. Oh, oh God! Well, now that I've discovered Cheryl and Finn has an Instagram, uh, you guys oh. can chat the rest of the segment. I'll okay. be well, that's over here browsing. Really cute. No, Everybody, like everybody's feeling really Monday-ish today. Does Steve <laughs> even know what we're talking about? Have you heard of Twin Peaks? Who, Have me? you heard of Cheryl and Finn? Oh, me? Matt? Yeah. Me? You, Not, called, you called me Steve. Did I call him Steve? That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. And no, I have no Twin idea. Peaks? Y'all are talking about oh, like another Oh my gosh, language. I have a tattoo right now of Twin Peaks on my body somewhere. Okay, right. music news coming up next on the Donna and Steve show. Hang tight. We're sure to entertain you. <laughs> my talk phone is 7 1. <laughs> For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.